Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Jessie Calvert usually changed into an informal dinner dress in the evening before joining her husband downstairs for a pre-dinner cocktail. Originally, her desire had been to please Ben, who liked to see her looking her best. Now, however, it was just a habit. Ben was very easy to please nowadays. Since his estrangement from his daughter, Ben seemed to have fallen in love with Jessie all over again. Not that she cared anymore, for Ben's wife was in love with Brett Cameron now, and her mind was on the future she and Brett had planned. This evening, while Jessie is dressing in her bedroom, she is thinking of a suggestion Brett made yesterday, one which surprised her. It was about Ben's will. Brett insisted she must persuade her husband not to leave Kit out of it entirely. Much better, he said, for the girls will inherit some small amount. Then, in case their scheme hit a snag, no one could suspect them. Occupied with these thoughts, Jessie jumps nervously as Ben enters quietly. Jessie? Oh, goodness, Ben. It's a good-looking dress, my dear. I wish you wouldn't creep up on a person like that. You shouldn't be so nervous. I uh, trust you haven't a guilty conscience about something. A guilty... That's a ridiculous thing to say. I was only joking. Really, though, you're nervous as a cat. And they do say people... Oh, stop it, Ben. You're not the least bit funny. I'm sorry. Never could stand to be teased. Well, what woman can? Here, Ben, fasten me up, will you, please? I can't seem to reach those snaps. Certainly. Oh, no, no, it slipped. Women's clothes are so confoundedly... There, who does it? Thank you. Yeah, you look very charming, Jesse. The color's just right for you. I've been wearing this dress for months, then. Never noticed it before. Well, shall we go down? I gather you're panting for a cocktail. Not particularly. Why? Wasn't that why you came in, to hurry me up? No, but there was something I wanted to tell you. What was it? Oh... Yes, yes, of course, I remember now. See how distracting you are? Well, what's on your mind? I talked to Farnsworth on the phone a while ago. Farnsworth? Yes, I gave him all the instructions about the will. Hmm. I'm leaving Kit out entirely. You mean you're not providing for her at all? She won't inherit one red cent from me. Well, then, do you think that's wise? I don't know what you mean by wise, Jesse. Certainly every justification from my standpoint. I thought you agreed. Well, yes, of course, but still not to leave the girl anything. Well, it seems rather cruel. Cruel, my eye. So far as cruelty's concerned, you know very well Kit deserves no sympathy from anyone. Oh, I know. But just the same, she is your daughter. I'm thinking of what people would say. 
You know, they probably accuse you of being hard-hearted, vindictive. Well, let them. Besides, what do I care how people talk about me after I've gone? Don't tell you want people to respect you. <laughs> Jesse, after all, we're looking pretty far ahead, you know. By the time I shuffle off, everyone will know the truth about what Kid did. They'll understand why I cut her off. <laughs> you see, I intend to last quite a long time still. <laughs> well, of course, darling. I'm not an old man, Jesse. Not really. Well, nobody said you were, then. But well, I do think one should be prepared for the unexpected. Suppose something would have happened to you now while Kit's still over there at the sanitarium. Think what a story people could make of it, you're leaving her penniless. Well, then it would be your job to put them straight, Jesse. Anyway, it won't happen. And I do wish you wouldn't take such a dim view as to my lasting out the summer. <laughs> you won't get rid of me yet a while, my dear. Oh, ben, don't say things like that. I... Oh, I hate all this talk about mortality anyway. It depresses me. Very well, Jesse. But I must say I am surprised at your attitude. This uh, sudden compassion for Kit. Well, I'm only trying to be fair. Well, you needn't squander your sympathies on Kit. I've made up my mind to give her exactly what she deserves. In other words, nothing. You'll get everything, Jesse. You're the one who stuck by me. I'm only too glad I'll be able to reward you as you deserve to be rewarded. You ought to be happy. Oh, I am happy, Ben. I mean, I'm glad you feel this way about me. Then don't look so miserable, my dear. It's all this talk about dying. Well, we won't talk about it anymore. As I've just said, I have absolutely no intention of leaving my beautiful wife. Not for a good many years yet. So, cheer up. But Jesse was thinking of breath, of their plan. If only Ben weren't so stubborn... There was no budging the man once he made up his mind. Brett would be furious with her just the same. There was one comfort, though. They'd taken such care to be discreet that nobody knew there was any connection between herself and Mr. Cameron. But Jessie was wrong. She'd forgotten about Wakefield's chief gossip monger, Georgie Stewart. Georgie, who was alone at the offices of the Sentinel this evening, when Lily Devon comes in, discovers him seated at his typewriter, packing out his weekly society column. Hello, Lily. Hello, Georgie. You here all alone? Yes, the rest of the crowd, all three of them, close up shop at five. But I seem to work best when I have a little peace and quiet. <laughs> you really take your job as a newspaper man seriously, don't you? Well, sure, it's my career. Well, I must say you're a whiz at gathering copy. I've got what they call a real nose for news. <laughs> yeah, or gossip. Well, it's the same thing. But anyway, what brings you up here tonight, Lily? Anything I can do for you? Well, yes, there is, Georgie. I, I wanted to ask you to give me some publicity for next weekend. We're glad to, Lily. What's it all about? Well, we're throwing a special shindig at the supper club. For the kids? Mm-hmm. Got a swell trio coming down from Chicago, the Troopers. Tommy Gordon's band. And Henry Swanson's donating 15 cases of soft drinks and the makings for sandwiches. Well, good for Henry. But what's the occasion? It's the 4-H club. Oh. Well, usually they throw their annual party over at the school gym, but... This year, they voted to have it at the club. Well, that ought to make you feel pretty good, Lily. You're <laughs> sure doing a good job over there. Thanks. Now, I understand that you've got a new steady customer. He used to be quite an admirer of yours. You don't say. Mm-hmm. Quite a good-looking guy, too. Of course, he hasn't a cent to his name, but he comes of a very good family, and you could do a lot worse. Just exactly what is all this? You know who I mean. 
Brett Cameron. Brett? Oh, sure, he drops into the club every so often. So do a lot of people. Lily, it's no use trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I know better. Brett Cameron isn't hanging around the club just for the atmosphere. <laughs> Maybe he's a music lover. Oh, music's not the only thing he goes for. Now, listen, Miss Devon, I've been keeping my eye on you for quite a while. Good-looking gal like you. When you first came to town, I said to myself, that baby's going to make good copy. I've been waiting for something to develop. And when Cameron started coming into town all the time, I knew something was in the wind. Well, you can't expect a guy to spend all his evenings at home knitting. He used to spend his evening home all right, and he wasn't always alone either. You seem to know quite a lot about him, Georgie. Maybe I knew more than he'd like me to. Don't tell me Brett has some dark secret in his life. Well, I guess he'd like it to be a secret. Far be it for me to tell tales out of school, Lily, but you might as well know that you've got some competition. And I'd say it was heavy competition, too. Oh, Georgie, you're breaking my heart. And I thought I was the only woman in Brett's life. Well, you can get over that idea right now. There's a certain person who drops in to see Mr. Cameron a lot. And I don't think that she goes over to discuss the latest book, either. Gosh, this sounds interesting. Tell me more. I'm not mentioning any names. Oh, but you can't do this to me. It isn't fair leaving me up in the air like this. Fair leaving me up in the air like this. Fair leaving me up in the air like this. Come on, Georgie. Who's the mysterious lady in Brett's life? I'm not giving. But I will say that you'd be awfully surprised if you knew. But I'm keeping names out of it. <laughs> I'll bet you're making all this up. Oh, you think so? Well, why don't you ask Brett? See what he has to say. Oh, that's an idea, Georgie. Maybe I will. Lily was curious, but only in a casual way. Brett Cameron meant nothing more to her than a means to help her forget about Randy Lane, if she could. But the town gossip story might be disastrous to the plan on which Brett and Jesse had been working, especially if it had reached Ben Calvert. Was Georgie putting two and two together, or did he actually know something definite? 